the first thing that Morgan is going to do is pull out his go phone from his uh, one of his utility pockets that the suit has generated and you know with the very little battery life left he's gonna he's gonna turn it on and snap quite a few pictures you know probably a dozen two dozen to make sure that he gets enough coverage uh, you know he's gonna have the flash off and everything and the sound off as well so a couple of if thens if you will allow he would not wait you know an hour or more for this he'd probably once he got there let two or three transactions happen because he doesn't want all this equipment out in his neighborhood or out in stringersburg in general so he would wait for a transaction to finish and no one to be around except for the the van and the the dude waiting there and he would sneak over get on top of the van rock it a little bit and wait for the guys to kind of pop his head around and to look he would run off the end of the van uh, grab the grab the edge of it so he would be kind of doing a, uh, or he would spin grab the edge of it kind of like a, a Olympic high bar and then kick the dude in the back into the back of the truck hopefully knocking him out and if not he would promptly jump on him and, and knock him out he would then quickly take the guy, um, drag him around to the front of the van, take off his shirt and his pants, boots, hat, whatever he's got, if he's got like some kind of uniform on, and quickly change his clothes, takes it, take his uh, costume off, make sure that there's no cameras or anything around first, uh, take his costume, you know, the, have the suit, uh, pull the helmet and the gloves and the boots and everything off, and then put this guy's uh, shirt and pants on real quick, you know, tie him up with some jumper cables from the back in, in, in the front of the, the cab, and then sit there with the clipboard and wait for the next guys to come up. And this this would be the same scenario uh, if he does have to wait uh, the given time that you originally told. Uh, this would kind of be his same plan of attack since there's uh, one left. So, you know, he, he'll sit there, you know, hat pulled down and everything and wait for the next guy to, to drive up. And he's paid attention to... To the way these transactions were going where the guy checks the name on the list and the credentials and um, and then you know money is exchanged hands and whatnot so he kind of he follows that procedure whoever comes up and he wants to whoever comes up to him he wants to kind of get them when they're uh alone like if other people are packing uh, the materials up he wants to see like hey hey man can can i ask you something and, and keep it quiet i i don't want to i don't want to sound like a, a fucking uh you know an asshole but uh 
I'm, I'm kind of new to this whole thing. Like I was working for the company and I just kind of, uh, started getting into this shit. But, uh, you know, strong men for life. Uh, but like I said, I'm new and man, how do I mean, do, are we going to do meetings? Like I'm totally into what we're doing and everything, but like, how do I, how do I find groups, man? Like, uh, we got the official shit, but I'm looking for like the, the unofficial shit. Like I want to get into some stuff. So if this happens, if you want me to roll, um, I will, uh, but he wants to try to get a little bit of information out of this guy. And if it goes South, he's, he's totally prepared for it and just wants to take these guys out as quickly as possible. Doesn't care about, uh, the noise that he'll make. And if he does have to fight, he'll take the shit back that they were going to take. And then he wants to take the van with all the equipment and take it to one of the local news stations uh, along with the guy that's tied up and uh, one of the strongman guys. Uh, he is going to take all of their money for himself uh, along with all the stuff that the guy had pocketed. Mm. No, he won't. He won't do that. He'll probably take like a hundred bucks because he wants proof that the there was money that changed hands. If there's any battery life left in his phone, he will call Roland or he will or he'll find a payphone if there's any of those left in Stringersburg. Uh, anyway, he'll, he'll try to find a, a phone to to call Roland um, if his phone has any left. He wants to email it. Uh, I'm assuming that Roland's business card has his email address on there. Uh, he will email the pictures to him and say, you know, something real quick to the effect of sending these to local news or MNN, you know, Meta News Network about the Crooked Strongman CS. If he can act quicker, he will. If not, if, if he has to wait until the last shipment, that's what he'll follow. But this is his plan in general. This, this is the course of action, uh, unless something crazy comes up. Oh, yeah, and he'll PS at the, the end of the the email to Roland, sending him the pictures from his phone. Need to talk. Big things happened. Morgan has no... Uh, there's no need for Morgan to wait until the last uh, transaction happens. He can make a move two or three deals in. So he's able to sneak up, trick the driver, knock him out, and replace him without too much trouble. He's sort of hastily tucking his shirt in when the next customer pulls up and he starts to engage the guy who's the sort of the guy who's in charge there's only two of them so the one guy who comes up to hand over the money um, and sort of show the transaction number or, or whatever he's the one that Morgan starts talking to the other dude um, just starts loading the shit into a a neat suburban-looking minivan, and um, 
neither of these guys are wearing the sort of strongman uniform that Morgan's noticed so far, the leather jacket, jeans, greaser look. Neither of them are sporting that. The guy he's talking to is wearing, like, an untucked button-down and some chinos or whatever, you know, just sort of like a... The impression he gives off is of someone trying to look respectable but not trying too hard. Um, the other guy has like a, you know, V-neck shirt with his chest hair popping out and like a gold necklace nestled in it. And uh, he's wearing like, you know, slacks and penny loafers. These guys look a little bit like, you know, rejects from a crime show casting call. But in any case, Morgan starts talking to the guy, uh, saying to him the stuff you said. And not long into the transaction, the guy starts to raise an eyebrow. And then he raises the other one. And at some point, he starts to sort of hold up his hands and he's like, hey, hey, buddy, listen. It's weird enough that you're a new guy, all right? I was going to ask you where the fuck Jerry is. We always work with Jerry. I'm willing to let that slide because I make good money on this shit. But if you're some kind of convert, I don't give a shit about that. You believe whatever you want, man. I'm just making some money here. You hear me? So I don't know nothing about none of these meetings. And he looks Morgan up and down and he's like, Matter of fact... And at this point, the guy behind him has stopped and has begun to edge closer. So he says, matter of fact, and then he starts reaching down to the waistband of his pants. However, Morgan is faster, uppercuts him, knocks him the fuck out. The other guy comes at him with uh, one of the company's own products. So, you know, doing his part, trying to boost sales. Uh, but this guy comes at Morgan with a with a knife. The, the intent is there, but the skill really isn't. Morgan just sort of moves to the side, takes his arm, knocks the knife down, and then puts the guy on the uh, puts the guy in a choke until he's unconscious. The driver uh, has started to, like, scramble awake at this point, so Morgan reinforces his bonds and tapes over his mouth. Um, one thing that he notices, between his initial use of his phone to snap pictures of the transactions happening and, and all of that... Uh, so once he's done knocking these guys out, I'm just going to say he changes back into his suit and uh, he pulls the phone out of the utility pocket. The charge hasn't gone down at all. Um, it's, he's like, what? 
but you know, it was at like 6%. He took it out, snapped all those pictures, put it back in the suit, took the suit off, did his thing, put the suit back on, pulls it out again to email Roland, and it's still at 6%. Hasn't gone up, but hasn't gone down either. Uh, this is a minor quirk of the suit. I'm going to say little little things like this may happen from time to time. So, um, Morgan attaches some pictures to his unsecured webmail and sends them to Roland. Uh, which is a strange process. He realizes at some point that when he went to the two field and started pushing buttons on the phone, the symbols that appeared on the screen were not letters in the English alphabet. He also realizes he didn't know Roland's email address. He just thought, I'm going to email Roland, and things sort of arranged themselves such that he did. So he sends a few of these pictures to Roland uh, on the email, hops in the van and drives off. In fact, right as he's driving away, he can hear another vehicle pulling into the factory space, but it's not going to get a chance to pursue or, or intercept. He just sort of catches that at the, at the edge of his hearing. So, in terms of the sequence of events here, I'm assuming that he sends this stuff to Roland and says, need to talk, but then goes ahead and drops off the van at the local news station. Now, is it the... You can, you can just tell me this by text, I suppose, or, or rather I'll go ahead and make an assumption about what station it is and you correct me if I'm wrong and we'll, we'll retcon, but um, I'm assuming this would be the local TV station. So I note that we have not named this TV station yet, um, and it may or may not matter because as Morgan is on the way there, his little radio thing starts to heat up and buzz. He adjusts the knob, and hears Roland's voice. He's like, whatever you're doing, whatever you're up to, you better let me have a look before you turn anything over to anybody. You might be onto something real interesting there, pal. Why don't you stop by the office? Park around the back. So, um... Is Morgan gonna stop and go to Roland's office and let him have a look at what he's got, or is he gonna go direct to the TV station? Morgan's gonna go to Roland's because it's not too out of the way outside of the local news station. And I like the idea of going to the local news because, you know, all this is involving the city. Eminem probably has its own agenda to a certain extent. So, yeah, he definitely likes the idea better of going local. So he'll drive there, drive to the back, and he'll probably just get out of the van and, you know, check on his unconscious pas passenger before he gets out, make sure he's still out, uh, secured tightly. Oh, inside of the jumper cables, he'll actually use the um, zip ties that this company provides. So that way he will definitely not be going anywhere. And 
so he'll get out and he'll just kind of wait because it seems like Roland is aware whenever he shows up. Maybe he's got some kind of mystical wards or awareness or something. So Morgan's just going to wait for him to come down. And, you know, if he doesn't, of course, he'll go up and, and grab him quickly. Um, but in the meantime, on the way over there, either through his headpiece or the radio in the the van, actually, he'll do it through his headpiece. Um, he's going to be listening to the local radio station. I forget the, the call sign. Uh, so you'll just have to refresh my memory on that and seeing if any news comes about. And when he sees Roland, you know, they'll... Of course, he'll take him to the van and everything, but um, the things he'll want to cover are what does he think's going on since he kind of notified him of this. Um, he was hoping that Roland would find some way to anonymous, anonymously report the pictures or be able to print them out or something with the, the van or somehow he would be able to present this evidence uh, to the news in a, a favorable, neutral light outside of the strongman and the TPP. And uh, he also wants to discuss this, this plan that he's got with some of the members of the Monster Squad and that they're probably going to need some mystical backup because of Duke Disastro and see if he's willing to throw his lot in with Morgan to kind of save Stringersburg from all this political disaster that's going on because all these other people and help down, take down the, the SEP, the technocrats and the strong man while keeping an eye on the P-hams and, you know, roll. I, I know it's a, I know it's a tall order man and I know we don't know each other that well. We just kind of helped each other out and I know it's a big ask, but I don't know how invested you are in this place, but Man, we just, we could really use your hand. Uh, if you can point us in the right direction as someone who can, then, then that would be great, bud. 